0: It is Monday, November the 22nd, 2021. Today we're reading from John chapter 18, verse 33 through 37. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own? Or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered. My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Man, that is uh, some interesting stuff right there. Jesus is about to die, and Jesus is in front of Pilate, and Jesus has a chance to defend himself. Instead, Jesus keeps asking Pilate questions And Pilate is really concerned about truth, this philosophical thing called truth. And Jesus keeps saying, I am a king, but I'm not the kind of king you're thinking about. Uh, My disciples would have tried to, by force, overthrow you if I was a king that you were thinking about. In fact, Peter had done that. We know that from Scripture. Peter tried to fight when the guards came to take Jesus. And Jesus actually healed a man who Peter had cut off his ear and put the ear back on the man. Imagine being that man. His name was Malchus. Imagine Jesus, you coming to arrest Jesus, who's supposed to be this terrible person, I guess, because they're going to crucify him. You come to arrest Jesus. One of his followers cuts off your ear and in that moment, you're ready for a fight. But jesus himself bends down picks up your ear and heals you imagine how malchus felt after that i've always wondered that i wonder if he was like man this is a different kind of person and this is what jesus is saying my kingdom is different this is why the church those of us who claim christ have to understand we're not living by the same rules that we see in society where it's you know i'm gonna fight you back if you fight me You stab me in the back, I'll stab you in the back. I'll talk bad about you behind your back. I will run you down to every person that I come in contact with and tell them how bad of a person you are. This is not who Jesus is. He's silent for most of his trial. He doesn't defend himself. He doesn't speak up and prove all the reasons why he is innocent. He lets his life Do the talking. His life has been about loving people. It's been about healing people. It's about accepting those that were not accepted. And he does not have to defend himself because he has been obedient to the truth. And this is what Jesus is saying. Anyone, anyone who belongs to the truth belongs to Jesus. Anyone who belongs to the truth listens to his voice. So I want to encourage you today. You don't have to stand up for yourself if you listen to the truth. You don't have to prove that you're right. The psalmist often says, vindicate me, O God. Let God vindicate you. Let the truth come out. As long as you seek to live in the truth, as long as you seek to live in this different kind of way, as long as you ask God to help you to be one of those who lives according to his kingdom values, We don't always have to shout on Facebook. We don't always have to defend ourselves. We can let God speak up for us. We can let our actions speak louder than our words. But that's assuming that we're committed to the kingdom that Jesus has come to bring. It's so tempting to jump in like Peter did and get caught up in the wrong kind of kingdom. To cut off people's ears, if you will. uh, To fight back. To respond in kind. And Jesus does none of that. Jesus responds in love and grace and mercy. And so I would say to you, the way that we become more gracious is by sitting with the one who is gracious. It's by receiving God's grace for ourselves. It's it's by believing that we are forgiven. It's by believing that we are worthy of love. It's by receiving God's love. And then we pass that love on to those around us. So until you have experienced God's love for yourself, it will be very hard for you to love others in the way that God is calling us to. It'll be very hard to live in truth if you can't believe a basic truth about yourself that you have been created in God's image. Good, very good, it says in the creation account. And so I would encourage you today, spend some time with God. Let God love you receive forgiveness, confess, receive mercy, believe that God is loving and gracious and kind, and you will become more loving and gracious and kind. When you can see that God has forgiven you, it's so much easier to forgive others. Peter got caught up in the wrong kingdom. I do it all the time. So I'm preaching to the choir today, to myself. My prayer, though, is that my response would begin to look more and more like Jesus, that I would live in the truth and not be worried about what other people say, only concerned about what God says about who I am and who I'm becoming. And what God says about you is you are loved, you are forgiven, you are my child, and I will be merciful and gracious to you if you can receive it. And then what's amazing is as that love is poured into our hearts,